right, welcome in everybody. Um, joining me is uh, Jackson Noggle of Prep Hoops Oregon, right, writes for them, does all the all the five A stuff. And I'm Brian Rathbone. I'm a reporter with the Bulletin, and this is a new five uh, A basketball podcast that we're calling uh, the Main Event. Um, yeah, five A basketball is going to be a lot of fun this year, and we are just going to be doing kind of a, a weekly podcast of just talking about you know the the five A basketball scene. Um, so basically how this is going to work, um, Jackson is going to, where Jackson and I are going to be, you know, doing this each week. We're going to run through a couple, uh, categories that we have, uh, you know, thought about and that thought that would be interesting. So some of the things we're going to be, excuse me, some things we're going to be talking about, uh, games we went to each week, uh, scores that maybe we didn't get to, but like raise some eyebrows of just like, Hey, that's going to be an important game, something like that. And then games we're looking forward to seeing. And that will just kind of will just kind of go off of that each uh, each time. So, Jackson, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, Brian. Thanks so much for uh, making me a part of this. Um, I'm fine. Uh, I'm excited to finally get going here. Um, and yeah, man, I've been covering hoops in the Eugene area for I think probably five years now. So um, yeah, I've gotten to watch a lot of good five A basketball, and to bring it to the podcast realm is going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, let's get into it. Well, they don't go, they don't call you Mr. Eugene Hoops for nothing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Jackson, we are just a couple weeks into the season. It, uh, I, think, I think we're into the third week or, or whatnot. Maybe maybe getting into, into week three of it. Um, already been to, to a handful of games. Um, let, let's start with you. What what are some of the games that you went to uh, this last week, and some of your just kind of in, impressions on on those. Totally, man. Yeah, this last week, um, there wasn't a whole lot in terms of 5A games going on in the Eugene area. Um, so I was only physically able to make it out to one game, um, and that was Ridgeview uh, at Marist uh, on mm -hmm. Tuesday night. Um, Marist, obviously, a 4A power, um, not part of the 5A classification, but um, they are still a solid squad in this Eugene area, and uh, they contend at the 4A level pretty much on a yearly basis. basis excuse me. So I expect them to do that again this year. And uh, Ridgeview went in there and they got a good win over a 4A powerhouse and uh, the Ravens uh, improved to three and one with that win. And I was particularly impressed by a player of theirs, Peyton Zampko, number 23. I don't remember exactly how many points he had, but he led them in scoring and uh, definitely looks like perhaps an all conference type player out there in the IMC. And uh, yeah, I was overall impressed with Ridgeview there. Um, going into Maris and picking up a win, I'm pretty sure it was a one-point victory, 48-47. So that was a statement win. Other than that, um, I was able to catch a couple games on stream on the uh, NFHS network. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure those of you that are tuned into this probably tune into that from time to time. Um, mainly, I was checking out some of my uh, Eugene uh, teams on those streams, uh, North Eugene traveled to Mountain View out in your neck of the woods. And um, although they lost, I was impressed by their effort in that game. Uh, they were missing two starters and I believe only lost by four. Um, so on the road against a team that's, you know, really, really good at the 5A level this year, their talent to top to bottom Mountain View is. Um, mm -hmm. I was impressed by North Eugene uh, considering they had sort of a rough start to the season. Um, but yeah, as I said, Mountain View is just rolling so far this year behind the play of Quincy Townsend. I mean, uh, I don't know what he's averaging in terms of points per game specifically, but he's among leaders in 5A. And um, I watched him play against South Eugene, a 6A team, um, mm -hmm. to open the season 
a couple of weeks ago now. And he absolutely went off for, I believe, 36 points and just showed all sorts of offensive skills. So I think Mountain View is going to certainly be a team that can, you know, make a run uh, in the postseason this year. So that's what I was watching in that game. And then other than that, Churchill and Ashland both got wins on the road uh, in Medford at North Medford, um, who was 0-5 this year, but that's still a 6A opponent. And both of those Midwestern League teams went in there and won games. Um, Caught both of those on stream and was impressed by both of those teams. So, yeah, that's what I got from last week. Yeah, let's get a little bit more into this uh, this Mountain View North Eugene game because Mountain View, they are one of the last, uh, there's only three uh, 5A teams that are undefeated. And Mountain View is one of them. And all, all their wins have come against either, you know, 5A or 6A teams. So they haven't played down or, or anything like that. Um, like South Eugene's a, a, a good win. To start the year off, I, I know that, that's where you went to school. How, how are they? Am I? Uh, South Eugene, yeah, they're not bad this year. They picked up uh, a big transfer in uh, Landon Bryant, who is uh, stepping straight into a starting point guard mm-hmm. role for them and kind of provides, you know, a much needed piece. And I'm pretty sure they were four and one until tonight. Uh, they dropped a game to Clackamas, but that Mountain View game was their only loss. So they were looking mm-hmm. good. So absolutely a good win in my eyes. Yeah, and wins against Sandy Thurston, North Eugene, and picked up uh, on on Saturday afternoon a sixteen point win against Roseburg when they were down by seven at halftime. Um, and I think you, you hit, you pretty much like nailed what the Mountain View does really well. And they they got Quincy Townsend who can just he can score. And um, th- this team, I, I right right now they're kind of going through a bit of a a transition. You know, they lost. Uh, a player called uh, Tani Pr- uh, Prichter, you know, from last year, who was six eleven, just like true post player. Um, not many teams can can match that, and so they're kind of having to pl- find a, a a style that doesn't require a you know six eleven post. And I think it actually might end up benefiting them a little bit because they're able to kind of just play with a little more, a little more tempo. They can space the floor a little better because um, you know Quincy, he's just so good at getting to the getting to the basket and, you know, not having, you know, someone not having your own teammate down in the, on the block and certainly make, you know, driving the ball a little bit easier. Um, yeah. I, I think Mountain View is going to be one of these teams that we'll be kind of be talking about, you know, come tournament time, just like, Hey, this is, this is a team that, uh, you know, make, making a push for a semifinal runner, maybe like that. Absolutely, man. They do a lot of things well. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've now watched them in two different games and they impress me in both. So I um, I think they're one of those teams that can definitely uh, expect to make a run this postseason, like I said. Mm-hmm. And so last week, I only I only got out to uh, to two games. Um, I got out to well, this is maybe last Friday, so a little little more than a week ago, but I got out and saw uh, Redmond for the first time um, in there when they, they thumped uh, Mazama. As like a, what was it? Yeah, 89-60-61 win. Um, uh, Red, Redmond obviously coming off their uh, IMC championship last year, uh, made it to the semifinals, um, 5A. They were the number one seed. Um, I, was, I was curious to see kind of how they would, you know, respond or how they would be this year just because they did lose a player in, <clears throat> oh gosh, what's his name? Um, Garrett Osborne. <laughs> Blanking on his name for a second, um, who was just you know just a dynamic like offensive threat could uh, 
really really good jumper he like there was man there was one game last year he, I, I swear he was just trying to dunk just like anytime he could um you know you lose him um you lose uh yoshi seda who's kind of there just a real steady point guard uh wasn't gonna score a ton but just felt like wasn't gonna make a ton of mistakes um but the return evan Auden, who is 610 6 in that range really a really good athlete for someone for someone that size and they just kind of just rolled Mazama. Mazama hit like eight threes in the first half, but it didn't matter. Redmond was just able to really kind of just like take it to him. And uh, I walked away just like kind of pretty impressed with how, you know, Redmond was able to kind of uh, uh, get get back. Because um, one of the things you're going to have to do with, you know, with uh, with the, you know, the scoring, you know, left behind by, by Garrett is you're going to have to, you know, find different different players to kind of, you know, make make it work offensively, and it, I, I think they do have a couple in uh, in Colton Horner, really good shooter, and uh, I think Tanner Jones is going to take another step because he he was <clears throat> he was in that starting lineup a year ago as well. Absolutely, man. No, I, uh, Redmond is a team that I haven't gotten to watch this year, um, but they're a team that I watched a lot last year in the five A tournament. Um, and so I got a good taste of what they can do uh, on the court, especially those guys that you mentioned, uh, Tanner Jones, mm-hmm. Evan Otten, uh, Colton Horner, another guy that I don't know you mentioned, maybe Nathan Walks um, yeah. is a great athlete that was also in that starting lineup last year. So, um, yeah, Redding and Mountain View, uh, two teams out east that I think could make serious runs in the postseason, and they might not even – be you know the, the neither of them are probably the best team in that league out there so that's that just goes to show how beefed up this imc is this season yeah and that's and i, I know you're you're referencing you know summit right there as you know maybe the best team I, that's at least right now that's who i would you know say as well um so there's gonna be three you know automatic playoff spots you know from, from this conference and there's a fourth team that i think bend is gonna be I think they're going to be, you know, pretty good as well. Um, they <laughs> bend their entire rotation, so they're like they're like nine man rotation, all seniors. <laughs> like, and so who who did they play uh, the other day that I went to? They played. They they, they beat Pendleton by like forty nine points, um, and. Could could have been a lot more. Um, ben reminds me of the, just kind of like that team that you play like in pickups and in pickups who just no one's just like tremendously athletic or anything like that or just like super imposing, but they all just like play really well together. They're you know really smart, know their roles, and they just it was they just ran Pendleton off off the court. I mean, and they did start off a win with. Uh, against Ashland and then they dropped, you know, four straight games. Um, but they get, you know, Austin Baker back, who's, you know, one of their best players who is, you know, dealing with an injury from football. He's back. And so I think that they're going to be a team that just no one's going to want to play late in the year. Um, I, I think that that's going to be a very, I mean, it's kind of something like with their football team that looked miserable trying to play against them in football. I think it's going to be kind of a similar thing in, in basketball where it's, it's just not going to be fun. They're just going to, they're just going to bully you. They're going to be physical with you and it's just going to, it's going to suck. 
Absolutely, man. Playing against a lineup of all seniors uh, is never fun. That's just that's a recipe for success at the high school level, mm -hmm. um, based on what I've seen at least. And so, yeah, that that win over Ashland uh, that you mentioned in the season opener was an impressive one for me um, from the band. Ashland was a team that I thought really highly of coming into the season. Mm -hmm. And uh, my understanding is that they didn't shoot the ball particularly well in that game. But nonetheless, that's a big that's a big win for Bend. And uh, they dropped the next, I don't know, maybe four, four games. They dropped yeah, it's, it's four in a row, um, like all, all in the row. Some tough teams. Mm -hmm. against some tough teams so you know when they get into that uh league play section they play some more five afos um i think they're going to find a rhythm like you said they're definitely uh, a postseason quality team mm -hmm. <laughs> in my eyes uh will they make it that's that's a different story because of how much how much talent is out there out east it's going to be a battle for those playoffs mm -hmm. and the, the thing about i mean i, I we're not going to focus solely on on the imc but it is the it does have, you know, four, you know, quality teams in there right now. And they have to play each other three times uh, this year, like in, in league play. It's not, it's not twice. You have to, you have to play each other three times. So it's uh, by the end of the year, I think the standings will kind of reflect of just how, how close it was. Um, you know, like I, like I mentioned, I still think uh, Summit's probably that, that best team. I'd maybe, maybe lean towards Mountain View in that second spot. And then, I think Bend and Redmond would be a really fun game. And I mean, the, the, the only times I've seen them play, they both beat up on four um, A teams. And so we'll have to see how, the, how those two square off when, when, <clears throat> when they square off. Cause I think that's just going to be a really, really fun matchup. And all, all these teams just have different styles uh, that they play with, at least uh, from the, from the teams that I've seen. So it should, it should be a fun, fun time over here no doubt all right so let's move on uh just wilson builds up on west salem right now in the first quarter gotcha i saw <laughs> that was happening right now <laughs> um so let's uh, how much are they up are you got the scoreboard up no i just saw that that jed tweeted it out okay. 15 14 um <clears throat> All right, so in this last week, uh, let, let, let's talk about, you know, some of these games that, you know, raised our eyebrows a little bit that just like, you know, made us pause a little bit for, for whatever reason. Um, and I got, I got, I got two of them here and. Uh, totally. Yeah. You want me to go first? Go for it. For sure. Yeah. Um, I also have two. Okay. Um, so we might have, you know, some double ups here, but uh, that's not a problem. My first one is uh, Redmond uh, going toe to toe down uh, in the South Coast Les Schwab uh, Invitational Tournament. It's not the regular mm -hmm. Les Schwab, it's the South Coast Tournament, which is different, but um, it's pretty cool how they've been able to expand that brand into, you know, now I'm pretty sure it's three tournaments, but um, I'm rambling here. They played number one 4A Philomath, uh, mm -hmm. coaches poll number one Philomath, uh, who is a really good ball club in the 4A classification. Um, they're led by Ty May, who's like a 6'7", um, just an all-around athlete inside, and they have a great guard uh, in Cole Beardsley. Um, I watched them play, I think it was, yeah, it was two seasons ago now, so it was during the COVID year. Um, they played in the, like, Emerald City tournament. Um mm -hmm that they did at the end of the year, just so that the Eugene area schools would sort of have a postseason tournament to play in. 
And Philomath really impressed me with the way they played back then. And mm-hmm. they kept those two guys um, throughout this whole time. And they've really turned into, you know, perhaps the title favorites at the 4A level. And guess what? Redmond only lost by eight points to those guys. So mm-hmm. um, I saw that and I was like, wow, you know, I, I'm surprised with how, you know, close they fought him. I didn't watch the game. I didn't see, you know, the context of that eight point loss. I believe it was 50 to 42, but um, nonetheless, I was impressed with Redmond and their ability to hang with maybe the best team at the 4A level. And then my other one that I have here is Crater um, upsetting Roseburg uh, mm. on the road. I don't know. I don't remember which day of the week that was on, but they won 70 to 69 um, going away. And so that was, um, in my opinion, that was an upset. Um, I had watched Roseburg play North Eugene this year and they looked really good. They came in and just blew out the Highlanders by, I want to say 30 plus points um, with an all around performance. And so Crater getting the win there was a huge win for them. Um, I want to say they were led by Ty Dolan in points, who is a player that's emerging this year for them as um, a pretty solid scorer. So mm-hmm. um, that one opened my eyes to uh, Crater being a pretty solid team in the uh, Midwestern League so far this season. And those are my two. Yeah, I, I had the, the Redmond game as well uh, against Philomath. Um, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Philomath won this. Um, I used to, when, when I lived in, in Newport and worked out there, um, I coached middle school basketball and we had some really good players and Philomath just stomped us like whenever we'd play them. And so those got those players, you know, when they're seventh graders and eighth graders were like stomping our really good team. And now they're all juniors and all they're, now they're at least juniors now. And so I'm not surprised that Philomath is really good, but I was kind of surprised that they took down Redmond just because I thought Redmond was playing, playing really well. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's one game. And uh, so we have surprises there for different reasons. That <laughs> yeah. all around was, it was an eyebrow raising game. <laughs> so uh, that was a big one down there on the South coast tournament. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, you're just like, you know what? They, they hung with Philomath and I was like, oh man, they should have beaten Philomath. <laughs> right. And then, right. And then my second one was, uh, Influence is, is a really good, really good program. And they have been for, for a long time. And so it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't quite surprise me that they lost, that uh, they're able to take one for Edmund. Um, but the game that really kind of raised my eyebrows and it's mostly just because of the success, success that they had was uh, when, when Summit lost to Sherwood um, in overtime 60. <laughs> I like when I was looking at scores, I like gasped when I saw it just because it had been so long since uh, someone had lost. I think they had won 33 consecutive regular season games. And I mean, and that was also at playing against six, eight teams. So it was just like a huge winning streak. Um, so it was just kind of just surprising just to see them lose. Um, but I'm not, it doesn't really kind of change the, how I, I've used, uh, <clears throat> view summit throughout this, how I think that their season's going to go. I still think that they're one of the best, if not the best five, a teams. Um, but yeah, they're just replacing all five of their starters, whole new lineup They're They're figuring some things out still, but, and then they responded with, uh, wins over West Albany and McNary. So all's good. I, I agree. That was, um, I saw that game and I was certainly shocked. Um, I remember when Jed texted me 
<laughs> and I was like, oh man, some already lost. No way. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be the first one to say Sherwood is a really good basketball program too. Like you said about Philomath, they have mm. solid players coming in year in, year out. Um, and they pretty much run that Pacific conference at the 6A mm-hmm. level, at least recently they have. So, um, you know, it was an early loss, but I don't think it was a horrible one by any means. And I think Summit has shown us already what they can do. Like you've said, um, I, I was, I forgot to put that in my notes, but that was definitely <laughs> an eyebrow raising game right there. Um, uh, but yeah, nonetheless, we've already said a couple times during this podcast, uh, Summit, I think, uh, in our eyes, is one of the top teams in the state at the 5A level still. Yeah, like it was just for me, it was just more like, oh my gosh, they actually did lose one after it had been right you know, 30, 30 plus games. Um, yeah, they're while they have a ton of talent like across the board, but they're losing you know six of their like eight man rotation, their whole starting lineup. Um, they're it's even still just like a young start, they're a young team, they're mostly. They're mostly juniors, I'd say, like of their four of their five starters are juniors. So still young. They're still, you know, kind of have to, you know, figure out roles and whatnot. Last year, those roles were very well defined when they, you know, first tipped off the season. And now they're kind of just figuring it out. And so, yeah, they obviously aren't going to go undefeated this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, a team got them. <clears throat> you know, once or twice, just got got them on, on the right day. Excited for their uh, game against Walton tomorrow, though. Absolutely. Is that <laughs> – where is that happening? That That's in Bend, so, yeah. It's in Bend? It's in Bend, so, yeah. That's that's a, that's a, uh, a blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, they still have – they still have a lot of those players. They still have, you know, Jaden Stepp, Josiah Lake, uh, you know, from the, yeah. you know, the title team last year. Um, I mean, Twelton's lost twice, but they've lost by two points to Mountain Side and one point to Barlow. So yeah, this is going to be just a a really fun one. Um, yeah, can't wait, can't wait for that one. That that that's the game I'm looking forward to. And then you know, after Christmas, they have you know the holiday tournament out here, and it'd be nice just to kind of see all these teams kind of more than once. What about you? What are you, what are you looking forward to this week? Yeah, I mean, we can kind of segue into that. Um... Like you said, there's it's not a whole lot going on this next week because a lot of the teams are traveling for sort of holiday tournaments around this time of the year. Um, but the main one of those that I'm paying attention to right now is the um, the Capital City Classic, which is playing host to four um, 5A teams, Wilsonville, Central, Silverton, and Canby. Mm-hmm. Um, Central already picked up a dub today, um, 73-68 over Sprague. So that was a pretty solid win for them over a 6A team. Um, a team that you and I are kind of tracking to be sort of a top 10 type team this year. Mm-hmm. And then um, Wilsonville plays West Salem as we speak, like you said, um, and Wilsonville was up in that game. So they have a chance to pick up a win over a 6A team. So, yeah, I'm kind of just tracking how these how these four um, 5A teams fare here against some really good competition at the Capital City Classic, which hosts out-of-state teams as well as solid teams from Oregon. So, um chances for all four of those uh, squads to pick up some good wins. And then um, also I'm going to keep an eye on LaSalle uh, over in Lake, mm. uh, Lake Oswego for the Lake Ridge tournament, similar deal. Um, LaSalle's a team that you and I both think of pretty highly at the 5A level. 
They have a great player uh, in Nick Robertson, one of the top returning scorers in 5A. So, um, yeah, they're also going to play some 6A teams uh, at that Lake Ridge tournament. So also tracking how they fare against some tough competition. What do you got, Brian, other than that? I think I got I kind of hit hit those two. Um, you know, with uh, with Summit obviously playing playing to Walton, I just kind of want to see how right. right how this you know Summit team stacks up against you know th- this year's Walton team because um, Walton brings back like I said a couple a couple of their starters. Uh, Summit's bringing back a whole new a whole new crew. Um, and then yeah, they're you know Summit hosts a holiday tournament here, so. I was excited to kind of see these, you know, teams just, just for another time. Um, hopefully we get a little bit of, uh, let's see how the tournament plays out, but hopefully we get you know, Redmond versus Bend or Ridgeview versus Redmond or something like that. Just to kind of see these teams kind of, kind of head to head. Yeah. And that, that two Alton summit matchup, obviously, <laughs> um, the two defending state champs at their, at their classification. So, that one is going to be, um, or sorry, not not state champs, but rematch. Yeah, rematch is the last year's title of, game, yeah. of the state championship. Um, so that's honestly, I think, one of the games of the year mm-hmm. <laughs> at any level in high school basketball this year. So that's one we're all looking forward to. I would yeah. say. Lucky enough that it's out here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're you're picking up some awesome games early mm-hmm. in this season. Yeah, well, I'll take what I can get. All right, Jackson. Hey, any, anything else? Or are we, we good to call this call this first episode in the um, book? Let me just look here. Maybe closing thoughts. We focused a lot on the yeah. IMC. So let we me just we did. Yes. Or two here. Um, we, we might do that actually on. <laughs> right. Um, Inadvertently. Yeah. No, it, it'll happen uh, mm-hmm. this season. But um, I think Churchill. Uh, is a team that's worth mentioning. Um, they've been impressive so far. So I'm just going to give a shout out to Churchill here in the Eugene area. Um, they mm-hmm. have good wins over 6A Jefferson, 6A Sheldon, 6A Sunset, and 6A North Medford. Four uh, 6A wins early in this year. So that's, I mean, for a 5A team to go out and schedule like that, first of all, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. And for them to win all those games, I've been impressed. So um, shout out to Churchill. Shout out Churchill. Yeah. All right, Jackson. Thanks so much for for joining. We'll we'll do this again next week. And uh, thanks everyone for for uh, for listening to this one. Yeah.